Welcome to the Pooch Parenting Podcast, a podcast for parents with dogs. I'm Michelle Stern, a certified professional dog trainer, mom, and former teacher. Living with kids and dogs at the same time can feel like a circus. I know because I lived it too. Join us as we interview a variety of experts and parents to discuss topics that will make parenting with dogs easier, safer, and less chaotic. Also, you can love living with your dog again. I'll always keep it real, which might even mean that you hear the messiness of life in the background on occasion, but at least you know you're not alone. One of my favorite aspects of hosting a podcast is that I can change the topics based on the interests of my listeners. And in today's episode, number 72, I'm going to be sharing with you some examples of the types of clients that I see. Now, you might be wondering, what in the heck am I talking about? Well, sometimes people wonder why they might need a dog and child specialist and why they can't just use their regular dog trainer or whatever dog trainer happens to be working in their community. And so I wanted to showcase four recent clients that I have had lately over the past couple of weeks to show you the range and the types of people who reach out to work with me, because you might see yourself in one of these descriptions. And I wanted to share a bit of what they are going through so that you could try to see how you fit in. And I also wanted to help most people feel like they're not alone in their struggles with their dogs and kids. So what I'll be doing in this episode is I will be highlighting four people. I'm not going to use their names. I will use an initial and I'll just give you a very brief example of some of the challenges that they're experiencing and some of what I can do to help them. I hope you enjoy. I'm going to start with a client who I referred to in episode 71 about family dog mediation. I will call her C in this case, and she is a full-time middle school teacher with a 45-minute commute each way. She's got three dogs at home, and she has a young baby, and she reached out to me to be proactive. Nothing had really happened specifically between her dogs and her baby, but one of the three dogs was giving her some body language signals that expressed some concern and worry. And the baby is going to be mobile soon, and so she wanted to know what she could do to prevent an accident and to keep her baby safe because as the baby's starting to scooch around on the floor, she was noticing that the dog was expressing some signs of stress. Now, she's been really great at trying to learn ahead of time what stress looks like in a dog, but she is completely and utterly overwhelmed just with the scope of obligations she has in her life. So, Maybe you see yourself here. Possibly you work full time. You're managing a household with multiple creatures or partners or other humans living in it. And you just kind of feel in over your head. She told me that if she could redo her life and some of the choices that she made, she admitted that she would not have three dogs, but she also feels really obligated to serve the dogs that she has now that she has them. But she also really just doesn't feel like she's providing the best home for anybody uh, because she's too overwhelmed and tired. So one of the things we worked together on were some enrichment activities for the dogs that took zero time. She mentioned she didn't even have time to wash dishes and Included in that, she was referring to Kongs and other kinds of 
toys that are like food puzzles that you could possibly store in your freezer and give to your dog when you want them to be busy or have a specific job to do. But even that task was too overwhelming for her, and I absolutely don't blame her. So in her case, we talked about a variety of other strategies, but one of which is so easy, and it's one of my most favorite, because it takes no more time, literally no more time, than it would be to pour some food into a dog bowl. And that would be to do what we call scatter feeding in the yard. So she could take kibble, for example, and throw it out in the yard, and the dog needs to use their nose to find it. Now, one of her dogs in particular would really benefit from this because that dog has some additional needs that have not been met. And this is easy. It doesn't take any extra time. So I'm not going to dive into her whole story, but I just wanted to share her in particular because she just is sort of treading water and barely keeping her head up. And I have so much respect for her dedication, but I feel so bad that she just feels bad and she doesn't feel like she's really doing anything well. Another client that I would love to highlight as a great example of someone that calls me for support is somebody that I will call A. So A is a mom of a five-year-old boy. She is a school bus driver and she reached out to me a couple of years ago when she got a cattle dog puppy. And it was a terrible match for her family. Her son was really wild. The puppy was really wild. The puppy was scaring the husband around the child because they were both toddlers together, essentially, and their intense energy was feeding off of each other. And the chemistry in the house was heading south, and things were feeling pretty bad. And A ended up finding the dog, Max, a new home that is just incredible and Max is thriving and doing amazing and the people are just the best parents for Max and it's a better suited family to him. But A told me that she would reach out when she was ready to get a new dog because she realized that she didn't choose the right type of dog for her family the first time around. And she and I developed a really great relationship and she felt that she could trust me for guidance. And so fairly recently, she reached out to me for support and told me that she was ready for a new dog and asked me to help her to identify the type of dog and the types of characteristics that would suit her family. And we went back and forth and we did that. And now she has been messaging me regularly, telling me how thrilled she is with her new puppy. She's utterly in love. Her son is thriving with the dog. The husband, who really did not like Max, is totally in love with this new dog and has even broken his own rule about no dogs on the couch because she sent me a sneaky picture of him snuggling the puppy on the couch. So I would call this a huge win, but I wanted to share that you don't need to wait to get help with choosing a family dog until things didn't feel good the first time around. So if you're considering getting a dog, then please reach out and I would be really happy to help you pick a dog with the right kinds of traits that would suit your family. So you don't need to have failed with one dog first before you reach out to me. I love when people are proactive. It's one of my favorite types of cases to take. All right, now what I will do is talk about another client, and this was a great dad. I'll call him G, and he reached out to me because he has a newborn at home, 
He has three dogs also, two of whom are quite old. And then he has a young German Shepherd who is very attached to him. And he is really nervous because he has seen some behavior in his German Shepherd that made him nervous for the well-being of his baby. So an example of this would be that the German Shepherd tends to guard the dad and doesn't really want anyone, such as the other dogs, to approach him, and he can start a fight with the other dogs when that happens. So that's just one example. But obviously with a newborn baby who's so vulnerable in the house, he wanted to ensure that he was setting up good management and working on some behavior plans with the dogs so that everybody could stay safe together and he could reduce the amount of stress in the household. So first of all, I just wanted to say that while I serve a lot of moms, I love when dads reach out. I think it's really wonderful, and I don't only serve the women of the household. Sometimes I even work with grandparents, so please don't think that I have pigeonholed uh, the types of clients that I see, although I will say that everybody generally has kids in the picture in some capacity. But G was really super because he had been studying a ton about dog body language. He was working with other dog professionals as well, which was really great. But the reason that he found me is that someone referred me to him because of the newborn baby. What we ended up doing, to be honest, is we are doing a divide and conquer approach with him. So I referred him to a an aggressive and reactive dog specialist to work with that dog on some of its behaviors. And I am going to continue working with him on setting the dogs up and the house up to be safe for the baby and for the lifestyle that they're living. So if you're a parent listening to this, then you can have peace of mind that I definitely am going to share the wealth, so to speak, and make sure that you get the most expert help that you can get in any given circumstance. And if you're a dog pro that's listening to this, you can also be rest assured that I absolutely love working with other professionals so that we can each offer the best of ourselves and meet the client's needs. And the final client that I'm going to highlight here is Jay. She lives in busy, busy San Francisco. She has two toddlers and she's about to get a new puppy. So not only has she never lived with kids and a dog before, but she's never actually parented a puppy before. So this is brand new to her and she's doing it when her two little kids are at a very needy age in terms of her attention and time. And I absolutely was in love with the fact that she reached out to me before her new puppy, Henry, came home. And so what we did is we just spent an hour talking. She showed me around her house and so that we could set up areas of the house that would be safe both for her toddlers and for the puppy. And we went through some of the questions that she had about what it even looks like to raise a puppy, but in particular to raise a puppy while she's parenting two toddlers at the same time. Now, the reason that a regular dog trainer, you know, somebody that you might find in a Google listing for dog trainers near me, might not be the best person 
for her to work with in this particular case is because they may not have the depth of experience understanding child development and knowing specifically which types of challenges she and the puppy might experience with kids of these ages. The other challenge is that many dog trainers have not been parents themselves, and they may not truly recognize the importance of having personal experience with things like what it's like putting two toddlers to bed at night and where should the puppy go during those circumstances. Because puppies are very needy as well and they have to go potty quite often, they need attention quite often, and yet our toddlers who are in the middle of a bedtime routine We're kind of on like a a high wire balancing act there because toddlers are really good at, you know, not wanting to go to bed. And so we have to be really calm. We have to be really focused. And it can take, you know, as she said in her case, you know, it can take sometimes 30 minutes with each of her toddlers to get them to bed. And she just wanted to work through some of these logistics with me, such as where the puppy goes during that time. So I just wanted to highlight with these cases, not only with a full-time working mom, the dad who works from home, um, my client A who needed support getting a new puppy, and this final client J who's never had a puppy before but is going to be raising a brand new puppy with two toddlers. I just wanted to highlight the benefits of working with somebody who specializes in supporting parents because we've been there. I've been in the trenches and I know what it's like and I can support you with no judgment and lots of love and openness and I really just would love to be proactive and help you to feel better about being home in your big busy family. So in case you were ever wondering why you might need a dog and child specialist instead of just a regular dog trainer, and I'm not dissing regular dog trainers, by the way, so please don't think that I am. I just think that we all can better serve our clients when we stick within our niche. And in this case, my niche is families with kids and dogs. Their niche might be something totally different. And in fact, most trainers do have different specialties. Some are tricks trainers, and some work with dogs who are scared. Some work with dogs who have separation anxiety. Some are really great at dogs who are reactive or aggressive. And some love working with puppies. So really, it's in everybody's best interest to find the specialist that works for you. And as a parent, you're probably used to doing that already because maybe you had a doula or maybe you had a lactation consultant or maybe you had somebody helping you with your baby's sleep or maybe if your baby or toddler has a tongue tie, you have to work with a special doctor who can help you release that. So I just want to remind you that in the vein of getting a specialist to help you with all the things, you can still do that with your dog as well because a lot of us are extra talented in specific areas that really meet our passion and you're better served with working with one of us based on your needs. So hope this was helpful and I hope to hear from you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Pooch Parenting Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player and leave a review. But even better yet, tell a friend. Are you in some mom's groups perhaps? Or maybe you're friendly with your pediatrician. 
please let them know that resources like this exist because the information that I share with my people goes beyond what most baby books offer. And a lot of parents need support. You'd be doing them a favor. Thanks again. Have a great day.